Welcome to Stuff to Blow Your Mind, a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, my name is Robert Lamb, and this is The Monster Fact, a short-form series from Stuff to Blow Your Mind, focusing in on mythical creatures, ideas, and monsters in time. I would like to share with you a tale collected by sinologist G. Willoughby Mead in his 1928 book, Ghosts and Vampire Tales of China. He takes us back to the year 380 during the Eastern Jin Dynasty. A man by the name of Yun Xin met a beautiful woman at dusk, and the two were eventually married. Over time, they grew their family with two boys. They became quite wealthy as well. But then one day a death occurred in town, and a neighbor observed Shin's wife creep out to the burial site in the night. They watched her transform into a tiger, dig up the grave, and consume the body of the deceased. Then she returned to her human form and crept home. The neighbor brought word of this to Shin, but he did not believe her. And when another villager died, Shin finally crept out to the cemetery to watch for himself. Sure enough, his wife appeared, transformed into a tiger, and began to dig up the grave. He confronted her there in the cemetery, and she did not reassume her human form. Instead, she remained a tiger and fled into the wilderness, never to be seen again. This is just one of many stories in which someone takes on the form of a tiger and engages in bloody acts. And indeed, we see such were-tigers anywhere in the world where humans and tigers coexisted. As Charles E. Hammond describes in An Excursion in Tiger Lore, published in the journal Asia Minor in 1991, the tiger was perhaps the most fearsome and savage creature one might possibly encounter in China, and therefore is a familiar feature of Chinese myths, legends, folklore, fables, fiction, and historical writings. He writes that this king of beasts inspired such dread that its likeness served as a talisman to protect both the living and the dead. Additionally, the tiger was sometimes associated with greed and, in Confucian thought, came to symbolize oppressive government. In the Liji, or the classic of rites, the attributed writer, Confucius, writes of a woman who, in order to avoid oppressive government, chooses to live in an area ravaged by man-eating tigers. The critique here is obvious, and not unlike political humor you might hear virtually anywhere in the world today. But according to Hammond, the link between tigers and oppressive government came to take on more elaborate literary and magical forms. In the centuries to follow, some Chinese writers would state that tiger behavior was indicative of local government and that the presence of, quote, marauding tigers was a sign of oppressive local rule. Other writers would go so far as to state that the presence of tigers was directly influenced by the moral character of the local ruler, with tigers moving into or out of a region in accordance with shifts in power. In turn, this perceived connection eventually transformed into the idea that tigers were under the secular jurisdiction of local representatives of the emperor, and that legal charges could be filed against the beasts. This idea that animals can be held accountable by human laws pops up in numerous cultures. 
Yet at the same time, tigers remained the spiritual domain of the gods, and tales exist of tigers petitioning the gods, praying for permission to hunt and consume human beings. As far as accounts of where tigers go, these too converged with politics. Haman shares a tale from the Great Book of Marvels by Tai Fu. A particular government official is characterized as efficient but lacking in human kindness, and at night he begins to take on the form of a tiger. He sneaks into storehouses and consumes raw meat. When his nature is finally revealed, even his own mother casts him out, and the former government official is forced to live among the real tigers of the world and must depend on them for food because he retains a single booted human foot on his otherwise animal body. The tiger took on other uses as well in Chinese history, but the idea of tigers as an indicator of poor government or a harbinger of political upheaval traveled widely throughout China. And like the werewolf and various other werebeasts found in global folklore and legend, the hybrid of man and tiger represents the sliding of our nature into the realm of primal savagery. Tune in to additional episodes of The Monstra Fact or The Artifact each week. As always, you can email us at contact at stufftoblowyourmind.com. Stuff to Blow Your Mind is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts are wherever you listen to your favorite shows.